breeze sticking to my hair, stick sticking to my thigh. Got that sweet silver spider, got that sugar in my. Gonna push it till she's smoking, gonna break her 85. Shovels and Rope is a folk rock duo made up of Carrie Ann Hurst and Michael Trent. Over the last decade, they've put out six full-length records, along with many live recordings and other projects. Their sound is unique and catchy. It's poppy without sounding derivative. Their harmonies are beautiful and sometimes dissonant, but always seem to get stuck in your head. Their most recent album is called Manticore, and it's fantastic. I had a chance to talk with the duo recently about their album. I hope you dig it. All right. I was wondering if you could start us off just telling us um, a little bit about the recording of the album. Uh, was it recorded during uh, the pandemic and distanced, or did you get to go to a studio? How did that whole work? Um, we do all of our records in-house. We have our own little studio in our backyard. And um, we, we started recording right as the pandemic was happening. It just so happened that the last show of our tour um, – it was like the day that they canceled South by Southwest, and we were playing a um, we're playing a show called uh, at this festival called Savannah Stopover. Is that what it's called? It is, and it's like a routing festival, like for all these artists on their way to South by. That's right. So there was all these, you know, at the begin at the beginning of our show, everybody thought that they were going to South by Southwest the next day, and then by the time our show was over, nobody was going to South by Southwest. <laughs> Um, so anyways, it so happened that we were headed home the next day. So we just went home and stayed home and we were planning on recording anyways. And, um, we, we just kind of went about it the way that we normally would. And, um, and, you know, I guess the, the, the idea with this record was that we were going to make it more like stripped down type of thing. Um, kind of contrast to the big sounds of of um, by blood, you know. Right. Let's make something really acousticy. Yeah, we were gonna like mostly focus on just uh, I don't know piano and acoustic guitar, and um, we made the whole record like that, and then we ended up having uh, more time. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you know we just tinkered away at it, and some of the songs got you know, some of the songs changed dramatically like domino and collateral damage probably are two of the uh, ones that stuck, you know, that underwent drastic changes. And then some of them kind of just, uh, stayed sparse and, um, that's our story. <laughs> yeah. So, um, th- those songs that changed quite a bit, did you stick with the original tracks or did you just kind of scrap it and, 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 and like redo the whole thing? It was some of both. Um, you know, we, with collateral damage, I feel like it was sitting there strong with, with what we had. And then we just started layering on top of it. And then with Domino, um, I started putting, you know, just ramping it up with kick drum and piano and everything was a little bit more intense. And, um, and so we came in, we redid the vocal for it just to match, you know, the energy of the music. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So you guys are both uh, multi-instrumentalists and uh, there's all kinds of really um, interesting, cool sounds on the record. I was wondering who played what? Did, you, did other people come in to uh, record with you guys or is it all um, is it all you guys playing on the whole thing? Michael on the recordings plays all of the instruments. Um, I'll sing on them. But uh, basically, like uh, 
for the intent of making these recordings. He's just in the studio doing all that stuff. I think I came in and did some drums at one point and then we recorded over there. <laughs> we're, we're kind of like practical about the way that yeah. we go about it. And we're, we've been doing this for so long and we're, you know, we're, we're a family. There's much more intense stuff going on in our lives than, um, than, you know, how we make a record. So we just kind of, um, divide and conquer. Yeah. That's kind of, it's funny. That's a, the title of that song. And it's from something we say all the time around the house, like, okay, here's what needs to be accomplished today. You do you take this list. I take that list. Divide and conquer, get it done. So in the, in the that vein, I don't even like to work in the studio to be straight up with you. I don't know how anything works in here. Uh, it's just a bunch of stuff. I'm afraid to move because there's expensive microphones. I don't know which ones are expensive and which ones are crappy. And so it's better. I just, uh, I write some songs and, uh, kind of stay out of the mix until my, uh, very important opinion is solicited when it's time to start like, you know, mixing the salad ingredients. You yeah. Know. Yeah. So do you, do you come in during the mixing process and, and offer opinions? My job in this, in the recording process is little miss fresh ears. That is I've dialed into where I can really be most helpful is he'll have a bunch of ideas go in and he'll need somebody just to like decide which of, you know, cut Solomon, cut the baby in half for King Solomon. Some, yeah, <laughs> some kind of uh, sounding board that saved me for myself. Yeah. So that's, that's basically what I do. I come and say, this is sounding really great. <laughs> that's needed. That's needed. When you're in the weeds and, and mixing and playing, you, you, you kind of lose perspective. It's good to have another, another perspective on the whole thing for sure. It, yeah. It's mad. It's kind of madness, you know, and, um, we have, um, and I'm, just hitting the buttons by myself and running, running around, you know, I'll hit record and then like run way over to the organ and like, you know, step on my headphones and, you know, trip and fall and, and uh, or something's not, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't engage uh, the track to record. And so I'm sitting there thinking that I'm killing it and then look up and there's just a, you know, no, no action, just right. a, a flat line. Oh man. <laughs> we need an assistant. Yeah. But not all the time, just for a couple weeks of the year. We, we need it. Well, yeah, get she's a neighbor kid to do it. She she's uh Louie's only 6 right now. We'll, we'll get her in there. Yeah. Whatever, she'll take over. Our daughter is born to be a CEO or direct big picture films. She's born to to boss people around. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Get in there and help that out. That's good. Well, I really like the song "The Show," and um, it explores these uh, gray areas between married life and performing life. And I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that song, the lyrics behind it, and kind of how that song came to be. Most of these songs are fleshed out before the pandemic. This one kind of was uh, 
actually written in, in the kind of in the earlier part where we realized that there wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, there wouldn't be any concerts for a while. And I had this the line that I just want to hear some rock and roll. And um, we brought the idea in. Michael uh, wrote a, the chorus and um, kind of took this uh, story of what was happening uh, in real time with you know the world kind of disintegrating around everybody and and then put it in the context of uh like a kind of like an intercouple argument where you're in the same room but you maybe feel really far away from the other person and just uh had this song flesh out about um taking off your projection of yourself and getting in like real with the person with your uh, with your partner, your teammate, or your husband, or whatever. These songs aren't supposed to be about us, but sometimes they just are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I, I appreciate that, though, when people share personal stuff, you know, and kind of uh, uh, get into the, the internal struggles that you have and whatnot. That's good. We got them. We got them. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, uh, Bleed Me is another song that's um, very emotive as well and uh, has some really uh, cool uh, builds on it and whatnot. And I, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that song as well. A song in the night the sun opens up is um a song for our kids um you know it's it's been intense uh, especially the past couple of years um but it's been amazing as well you know like we they we all live on the tour bus together they go everywhere with us and um and we're just you know this little like this unit a little swarm and um and on the road we have a nanny with us so, you know somebody can watch the, the watch them while we play but really most of the other time we're we're together and um and then we got home and we were like together together you know there was no no place to go um no breaks um <clears throat> but and so it was intense for a lot of different reasons but um that song um it just it was probably one of the last written for the record it just sort of came out i feel like pretty fully formed um i've never heard you write a melody like that either too like just creatively so we write everything together but obviously we kind of bring the idea and michael brought this idea and this melody i cried straight up was like had a real emotional physical response to the melody because i was like this is the prettiest melody and also the craziest thing that you have made melody wise and then the material sec was just like uh that was me the sound of me having uh, uh, the, the hand signal for exploding heart in your chest <laughs> um yeah but it's mostly I, you know it's just about the it's about the the filling up 
you know, if you're a parent, you know, it's about the filling up and the, uh, and the sucking dry mm. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Being a parent is it, 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 that word intense is very good, you know, cause it's so, it's just intense. You know, you, you, you love them with all your heart and then sometimes you're super frustrated and super exhausted, but it's also the best thing you've ever done. It's just this weird swirl of things, you know? Exactly. It's, it's the, all the cliches are true. And, um, you know, it's, it's maddening. We're, we feel like maniacs at the end of the day. I, I hear like a roar come out of me that I don't under, I, I have no idea where it comes from. My, like, my daughter is intensely arguing with me about something that's, and, and, uh, she's, she's, you know, she's really good at it. And she, uh, and she's fully convinced that she's knows what she's talking about and that I'm wrong and where, and that she's right. And, um, sometimes it's just like, I have that new dad roar that just emerges every once in a while. I'm like, Oh dude, <laughs> where did that come from? Um, sometimes I just, I don't know. Sometimes you get a roar at them a little bit. I think it's an animal thing. There's some animal stuff is happening yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, the bad news about that is my son's 13 and, um, I, I can tell you that they learn your, your tactics and use them mm. against you as they get older when they're clever. And I'm always like, Oh, I, that, I know what you're doing to me. <laughs> Man, I, I do. I do feel for you. We were, on this last tour that we were doing, it was a um, bare bones tour. So we were talking a lot about the songs and re really we're just pretty raw in general from everything that's been going on. And um, it was an acoustic, you know, stripped down affair. And um, we, so we were talking about it, you know, our kids and being parents and sort of, you know, what we do. And then there was a guy, um, from the audience and he's he said something like um wait till they're teenagers you know and um he looked like he had been killed <laughs> but wasn't uh, wasn't allowed to die yet <laughs> he was like you know this guy was serious so anyways we're we're up for the challenge feel for you um I also feel like our all of our fans are like telling them, guys, we've had a really hard time. And the entire audience is like, no, dumbasses. <laughs> we told you it was going to, you know, oh, yeah. Folk rock band wants to have kids and go on tour. It'd be so fun. Of course, it's going to be hard. You crybaby folk artists say all the like accountants and teachers and all the people living like this like, square, cool, like regular parent life. They're like, it's hard for all of us. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It was like, there's good energy in the room. Everybody's totally. sort of bonding over it, you know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It is good. It's, it's, I, I love being a parent. One of the best things. How many, how many kids do you have? Um, just one, a one 13 year old. And then, uh, when they, when he was younger, we did uh, foster care. Um, so oh, cool. for five or six years. So we had a dozen kids come through our house. So cool. yeah, my parents awesome. did, a, my parents did that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, it talked about intense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is so, yeah, we had, um, anywhere from one to three kids at, at various um, times, you know, that's awesome though. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We needed to take a break from it. Uh, we might go back when he's, you know, older and moved out and whatnot, but yeah, yeah. it's necessary. Shout out to all the uh, foster parents out there. And anyone yeah, big shout it, out. It's amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a, a lot of, a lot more help is needed for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Well, um, the, the first song, the opening track on the album is called Domino, and um, that song is so catchy. I love it, and I just love to hear about um, kind of where that song came from as well. Well, um, <laughs> this is another one of, that an egg Michael was sitting on uh, and hatched to the studio as kind of a different sounding song. But um, we, while we enjoy the trappings of moderate, medium to lower level fame, we do <laughs> wonder about like how stupid it is every single day, like Amer- our, just the human obsession with celebrity. And uh, Michael had the idea that uh, he wondered what James Dean would think of all of it. You know, somebody as cool and as emotionally vulnerable and intense, uh, you know, across his three film career became an American icon defining what is cool, defining masculine vulnerability for a generation. Like, and yet, he was a flash with a, a, sp- a spark and a moment in time. How did I describe your song, Michael? You always do it better than me. Um, you, you're great at that. Yeah. Um, we did try to, we had like a, a little snippet of, of some of his, um, some audio. Yeah, an, 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 like an interview that he had done. And um, ironically, it was it was about um, safe driving, you know, and he's, he's, he was talking, somebody was interviewing him and he was basically, you know, just telling the kids to stay safe on the roads and, you know, don't speed. And um, anyways, we there was some there was some clips in there. They were tasteful, but um, we we're about to put the record out. It was like, or no, we're about to get it mastered, which is the final process and putting it all together. And, um, and then we hadn't cleared that. Somebody was like, Oh, we better clear that. And, um, and somebody, you know, it made the phone call and it turned out that we were going to have to pay too much money, way, way more money than we, um, than we have to the estates of both, you know, James Dean and, and whoever was doing the interview. And so we, we had to make some last minute changes, yeah. but it's good. It was good. I, I think it's a perfectly grand song without the, without James voice in it, but it was really funny and cool. And it's the idea that it costs so much money to use someone's disembodied from their body voice <laughs> that you could get for free on YouTube. It's just, you know, the property rights, their, you know, publishing rights game. We have to respect it because we depend on it too, you know, yeah. but at yeah, the same time, sure. you know, I don't, I think James would have rolled his eyes at the cost. <laughs> I, yeah. I told his lawyer, you're tearing me apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
that's weird i've been listening to more um uh, hip-hop podcasts and um uh kind of diving into that whole world because i don't know a ton about it and i just want to know more and that they're always talking about that aspect of, of creating music in the hip-hop world because sampling and um they'll be like like yeah we had this this beat this track and we came back and same story too much money or they just wouldn't let us do it or whatever and that's a fascinating thing i'd never even really think about like in the creative process you know right right when other sounds are your paint box you can't go to the art store and buy those sounds. you have to go get them from wherever the sounds are afforded to you and right. shouldn't necessarily be free yeah not in the capitalist society <laughs> for sure for sure well um uh, are you guys uh, gonna be touring uh, in support of this album are you gonna head out back out on the road anytime soon we are we're um into march i think march 22nd is the first date of the tour and we're gonna be busy yeah we're gonna getting after it we're gonna tour the states we're gonna go tour us in europe this summer and and do a bunch of festivals and just getting after it fantastic are you guys coming out west at all we yeah. are i feel like it's maybe in the fall yeah don't don't mind me. I'm looking it up. I'm not scared to look up our information right here in real time and tell you what we're going to do. Um, out West in the fall, it's looking pretty promising for, uh, let me see, Michael. It's, oh yeah. October. We're going to be out, um, in LA at the Troubadour on the 21st of October. Is that confirmed? Look at the C. There's a C. C for confirmed. We'll be in Phoenix. Uh, there's a bunch of holds that aren't confirmed, but I know Utopia Fest in Texas is uh, confirmed. Yeah. So, so we're, we're coming out there. Awesome. Yeah, I'm out in, uh, near, near Reno, Nevada. So um, hopefully I'll catch you um, in, in that region. When you guys oh, cool. oh cool we played reno um a couple of years ago or yeah. more more than that now um yeah there's still like a hotel with a club in it you know what i'm talking about it was a cargo or virginia street brew house maybe mm -hmm. grand sierra resort is that ring oh a bell? my gosh mm -mm. no <laughs> no it was good good show good show <laughs> oh yeah that's what cool hey, story. a fire broke out in the or there, somebody burned popcorn in the hotel above they had to evacuate the entire show that's right yeah and everybody had to leave uh, and it was at the very last song too so our uh, the power went out and we were like we're really not sure what was happening so and we we're staying in the hotel and our kids were up there with the nanny and she had to get them up and go outside and everything <laughs> she i know we saw her outside we did with all the with, the with all of the fans and everything that was a memorable show that's good yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> that's, story that's very you know of us so um if people want to find out more about you online and support you by merch all that kind of stuff what's, what's the best place for people to look for you shovels rope.com baby yeah i think that's the most do, the, yeah do don't people still use websites at, do, they, do people still use those i think they do don't come looking at us on facebook because even though i'm sure we're on there. You don't need to be on there. All y'all need to just stop using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Social media is a whole, it's a whole thing for sure. It's the worst. Yeah. We're living that life, baby. <clears throat> but yeah, all the tour dates, tour dates on, um, on our website mm -hmm. and, um, other little 
fun things that we're putting out in the world. Yeah, our web, our, in fact, there's talk in the camp that our website is going to be uh, really cool in the next couple, like this coming up years. It's going to be like our own little tiny Patreon zone if you wanted to do it like subscription model shovels and rope world. But in the meantime, just our stupid t-shirts and our, our, our tour dates are up there for your consumption and enjoyment. <laughs> Perfect. Do you guys have a Patreon? No, we don't. We don't yet. We've been kind of like kicking the idea around that we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do something like that. Cause we have a lot of, um, unreleased stuff that we kind of want to put out in, um, in, in, I don't know, in sort of a special way. It's so hard. Everything is it's just like, there's so much everything right now yeah. and you cannot, you can get it all now. And, um, it's too much. I can't, it makes me dizzy. Yeah. We're afraid of commitment. I mean, we've been married for a hundred years, but we're afraid of internet commitment. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. I, I think Patreon is really cool though. I think, um, in a world where Spotify doesn't pay artists very much, um, it's a way for fans to connect and then to support directly, you know, the artists that they love and, um, and then see the behind the scenes stuff. And as a fan, I, I, I love it. I subscribe to a few and I think it's super cool. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Good thing. on you. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's all the questions I had for you. I, uh, I love the album. I think it's it's super catchy and um, and, and great songs, and I'm, I'm really digging it. So I wish you the best of luck with everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Any last words before we go? Just grateful to be here. Really happy to get to get out on the road and um, sing songs and to see all of uh, all the other people in our community like the social part of touring still is fun to me and i just love running into the bands and crews out there so see y'all y'all soon thanks to shovels and rope for connecting with me check out their new album and while you're at it check me out online give me a follow on social media and subscribe to the show until next time everybody have a good one